Good morning. Good morning, everyone, and welcome. Welcome once again to the early morning prayer call. I pray your night did not present difficulties for you or your families. Continue to pray as we will for safety, especially if you have to be on the roads and the freeways this morning. Be aware. Be aware of your surroundings as you travel. We declare Psalms 91 over us all, and I pray you will be strengthened with might by the Spirit of God. Many are suffering this morning. Many have no power. There's much flooding going on, and we're grateful to God for the opportunity that we still have power. We're able to get on, and we're just thanking God and trusting God that he's going to keep us throughout this day. Amen and hallelujah. So, Father, this day belongs to you. We will celebrate and we'll be glad wherever we may be. We submit ourselves to your will and may our purposes and plans bring honor and glory to you. Keep us mentally and spiritually alert to what is occurring around us. We trust you, God and place ourselves and those that we care about in your keeping. We know you're able to guard everything and everyone. And that is what we're asking, Father, is for you to watch over us and to protect us. We ask that you order your angels to protect us, our families, our friends. They will hold us up with their hands so that we won't even hurt our foot on a stone. That's what your word says. You are wonderful and glorious and greatly to be praised. And so we worship you this morning. We give you all praise and all glory in the midst of every situation that we may find ourselves in. We still will be able to say, praise you, Father. Bless you, Father. Bless you, Lord Jesus. Bless you, Holy Spirit. We are grateful as your people that we can come before you this day. Hallelujah and amen. Well, I want to introduce to you this morning our team. Um, always, we want to give honor and thanks to the Lord for for Bishop. Uh, Christopher Carl Smith and Lady Adrian Smith. They are the pastors of New Destiny Ministry. And we declare wholeness in their household and in their family. We pray protection over them today. We ask the Lord to give them strength and wisdom and understanding in all that they do, that no harm or danger shall come nigh unto them. Our controller this morning is uh, Sister Kimma Joseph. Again, we say thank you, Kimma, for your commitment and faithfulness. If uh, we did not have our controllers, we would not have our prayer call, and we can't do without them. So we thank you this morning, Kimma, and grateful to God that you are safe. My name is Heather Dawson. I'm facilitating the call once again. And it is an honor to be able to participate in the prayer call. 
We're grateful for it. We're grateful that God gives us every opportunity to serve him, to honor him, to speak his word, to pray, and to trust him. Hallelujah. Our prayer warrior who will be praying is Sister Yvette Antonenza. Good morning, Yvette, and I want to say Happy New Year to you. How are you doing this morning, you and your family and your household? How was everything through the night for you? Yes, good morning, Elder, and Happy New Year to you, to Sister Kima, our devotion leader, and to our Bishop, Pastor Adrian, and to everyone on the line. I pray all is well with everyone. We're doing very well by the mercies of our God. Thank you so much, Elder. Amen, amen. By his mercies, yes, which are new every morning. Aren't you glad that he does not run out of mercy? Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. And our devotion leader this morning is Minister Randall Gorey. He's going to be sharing what God placed in his heart concerning building a strong family. So good morning, Minister Randall. How did you fare through the night? Good morning, Mother Heather. Good morning, Yvette, Kima, uh, Bishop, and Pastor A, and all that have joined in on the line this morning. Happy New Year to each and every one of you. It's good to hear your voice this this morning, Mother. Uh, Everything was well. I was sitting for a moment, and the power went out for easily about maybe five minutes, and um, it popped back on. So I said, well, let me run in here and put all my devices back on the charger so I don't lose what God has given me for the morning, because that would be good. <laughs> but everything is well here. Keep us in your prayers as we keep you in ours, and um, we'll keep moving forward. Amen. Amen. You know, I, I think we all did the same thing, uh, not knowing what the night would present um we put everything on chargers and made sure, you know, that everything was charged 100%. And so I say we're charged 100% this morning, too, because here we are together on the prayer call. And, you know, I listened quickly to the uh, news for just a few moments, and there's so much going on out there. So many people have been without power. Um, There's flooding. There's, you know, um, businesses that are being threatened and, um, you know, rivers overflowing. So we have much to be grateful for. And, you know, there is such comfort in praying Psalms 91 in the midst of a storm. And it is a true storm. So whether it is a spiritual storm you're going through or if it's physically, which the whole Bay Area seems to be under the threat of a storm. But our God keeps us and protects us. And we can rest in the assurance of that. Hallelujah. And so, you know, we prayed and and we prepared ourselves. Um, We've plugged in all our devices, so we are supercharged at 100% this morning. So we're ready to receive um, from the Lord through uh, you, Minister Randall. So if you will come at this time and share what the Lord has put on your heart, praise the Lord. It is all yours. 
Thank you again so much, Mother Heather. Just want to give honor to uh, Bishop Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith, the angels of New Destiny Church. Love them so much. Keep them in your prayers. Much is going on in our church family, of course, but our first family, we love them, and we just want to keep them lifted. Want to acknowledge all of the clergy that have joined the line this morning from all over uh, the world. We appreciate your participation this morning. Thank God for each and every one of you. And then also the uh, entire universal body of Christ, those of you that just wanted to offer you the time of your first fruits on this morning at the top of this new year. We're just blessed and honored uh, to have you on the line this morning. Thank you so much for joining us. And then again, to Kima and Yvette and to Mother, who um, are doing such a wonderful job making sure we do have the prayer call. Thank you all so much. And just Happy New Year to each and every one of you. Praise God again this morning on January the 5th. It is just a great day to just be in the presence of God this morning. And so this morning's topic on how to build a strong family, got to show grace to one another. So, so important. In our two passages of Scripture this morning that I'm believing God is going to really break down and give us some real good nuggets from this comes first out of Colossians, the third chapter, the 13th verse the New Living Translation version. Verse 13 reads, Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Proverbs, the 25th chapter in the 8th verse out of the Message Bible reads, Don't be in a hurry to go to court. For what will you do in the end if your neighbor deals you a shameful defeat? Now, this series on the family has been so wonderfully taught over the last couple of months. I've, I've specifically enjoyed just so much of what has been given from this. And Elder Tamika on Sunday did a fantastic job of breaking this down, and I simply just want to add a few things from my own notes that I got as the Lord was speaking to me in preparation for uh, this morning. And first, I just wanted to look at verse 13 and say what the Apostle Paul is emphasizing here, beginning really in the ninth verse, is the importance of honesty among fellow believers. That's who we all are. He's advising believers not to lie to one another and suggesting a positive trait we as believers ought to express towards each other, quote-unquote, bearing with one another. It takes that to be able to get along with each other. Can we at least give it a try this morning as we leave our homes and go into the world and uh, begin our day? Can we at least try to bear with one another? It's a new year, and we were reminded by Bishop Smith, that we're building something different this year. What is God speaking to each and every one of us individually about what we're building? So, church, we're family and should treat one another as such with kindness and grace. The Apostle Paul also wants us to know this includes forgiveness as well as tolerance. So the next time you have an issue with someone not meeting your expectations, Instead of demanding perfection in them, we need to be willing to endure their quirks and oddity. For example, their unusual behavior, um, 
uh, an unusual habit that they might have or part of someone's personality, or that's something that is just strange and unexpected, that word someone speaks to you later on today that doesn't quite make sense and you're wondering why they said such a thing, or that habit someone that you live with is doing that you really can't tolerate it, but it's been bothering you and you need to do something about it. So now for the saved believers that are on the line this morning, I'm sorry, but this should come naturally for each and every one of us. Those of us who have accepted Christ for salvation have been forgiven of their sins, and as a result, we ought to be inclined to forgive other people. It's that quote-unquote grace factor. And it also is spoken about in Matthew, the 6th chapter, 14 and 15th verse, and Ephesians, the 4th chapter, 32nd verse. But the Apostle Paul also directly supports his command to forgive one another by appealing to this forgiveness from God. So how did the Lord forgive them? He extended grace, and he forgave all their sins without wrath or vengeance. There's no room for that. We as believers ought to do the same and forgive one another without holding a grudge or bearing the matter up, I'm sorry, bringing the matter up again in order to hurt the other person. We've got to do better at making sure that we are being graceful in our associations with one another, especially as believers in the community, the body of Christ. And so let's move over to Proverbs the 25th. Chapter the eighth verse, this proverb is actually a warning to not get involved in legal matters and accusations. It's important not to haul a neighbor or family member or a fellow believer into court unless one has a solid evidence or a valid reason to do so. But even then, we should be considering the grace that we should be extending that other person. Conflicts are best resolved in private settings, if at all possible. I believe that if we can do things in private, there's more likely a chance we can resolve it rather than going through the legal process or something truly extended that could be much more embarrassing to the body and to the individuals because it was not necessary to begin with. Because it can be humiliating when initiating arguments and lawsuits might result in heavier examinations or inspections. Anybody who's been to court on any process knows this to be true. It's not a great place to be. So why not look at it as it's best to think a matter over carefully and not jump to conclusions. I love personally James, the first chapter, 19 verse, that reads, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Think of it another way. When a person's temper gets the best of them, it most often reveals the worst of them. Hmm. When a person's temper gets the best of them, it most often reveals the worst of them. This is why we need to always exercise grace. It's not about being right or wrong but more about being an imitator of Jesus Christ in love with grace. 
Now, Ephesians, the second chapter, the fourth through the tenth verse, reminds us, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Paraphrased. Now, grace may not be the popular response to some in the world today, but God requires it, especially of us as believers. Where would we be if it were not for the grace of God? We've been looking at the body of Christ this morning as a community of believers through these two scripture passages, but it doesn't change as it pertains to your own personal family. Showing grace shows up in your communication with family as you look to grow closer to one another and to God. So here are six suggestions that I came up with before we close this morning about how to communicate gracefully to grow closer to one another and your families and closer to God. The first one, be graceful in the reading of the word of God together. Be graceful. Allow others to have a part in that reading of community. Your title or your experience shouldn't take first preference, but being graceful in reading the word together as a family is really helpful. Second, let grace lead you when you serve others together. Don't take the lead, but let's spread the wealth. Let's together serve with everyone being on the same page, at the same level, so that there's a comfort in doing what God has called us to do as a family. Third, in grace, express love for each other often. We don't do that enough. We need to express our love for each other. When we see each other, making phone calls, sending emails, texts, we just need to make it something that we do regularly. John, the 15th chapter, the 12th verse, this is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. Four, let's pray together as a family. Hmm. Grace lets someone else lead. When we're circled up in praying, let's not always have someone who is, again, either uh, with a title or with experience leading the prayer, but let's, let's train someone else up to be competent enough to lead prayer when we're praying together as a family, just showing grace. By spending mealtimes together, not everyone in their own space. Growing up and having dinner at the table together, laughing and sharing stories of our days was one of the highlights of our nights. But today it seems like folks split up, more than one TV in the house, and everyone's all over the place, and no one's spending time loving on each other giving God praise for another opportunity to sit at the table and break bread with one another. There's something missing if we don't get back to that. 
And then number six, let's go to church together. Remember, this plaque is still hanging on someone's wall, but it reads, the family that prays together stays together. I loved it when I would go places and see that plaque because that's really true. That's all of us, church. We're family. Let's congregate together. I know streaming is a new way of doing church in this new season that we're in because of the pandemic, but it's so much better when we show up together. Bishop made an important point about it. Something happens when you're in the house and you're a part of what God is doing in that moment. So let's remember to go to church together at the same time if you're not working. Let's go together in the same vehicle. Let's just be present. Amen? Let us pray. Father, we love you today, and we thank you at the top of this brand new year of 2023 for feeding us with grace, the word of God this morning, for the nourishment of our lives, for building new foundations in our family structures. Father, we need grace to love one another. Help us to decrease so that you can increase in us to be the light and salt in a dark and dying world. Father, this new year is already showing us that through this family series, how much we need to humble ourselves so you can be glorified in our lives and for us to love one another and lead our families with the grace that you have provided us with to build strong foundations that last a lifetime. Father, we thank you this morning for the grace in every area of our lives. It means so much to us to know that we are family. We just want to get it right. Father, we love you today, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Mother Heather? Uh Amen and amen. Grace in every area of our lives. I knew it would be a good word this morning. Hallelujah. You know what? God never fails. He always gives us something that we can meditate upon, chew on, think about, and put into practice. Hallelujah. I love it. So we are building something special this year at New Destiny. God's given us the honor to serve together, to pray together, and to be united as one. And family is important because if the foundation is weak, if the foundation is not strong, this is where the enemy can enter in and he begins to create situations. So I would say to all of you this morning, take a look at your family. Take a look at, and and you know, your family doesn't have to just be living within your four walls. Wherever they're at, extend grace to them and extend love to them. Be um, Be in contact with them. Let them know that they're important to you. And you know, every child should feel secure within the walls of their home. Because mom and dad have set a high precedent of the grace of God in their home. 
It was so good this morning. Thank you, um, Minister Randall, for that. May the Lord bless you for um, being obedient and for being on the call this morning. At this time, I want us um, to unite together as one, and we're going to come into agreement um, as Sister Yvette comes, and she's going to share and pray as the Spirit leads her. So, Yvette, if you'll come at this time, please. Thank you, Elder. Yes, that was a good word. Thank you, Minister Randall, for that powerful uh, devotion this morning. Um, Let's pray for the body of Christ this morning. Hallelujah. Father, we we thank you for the blood of Jesus and your amazing grace that has kept us, all of us, O God, last year and will keep us and sustain us this year, 2023. Father, we ask that you will give us, Lord God, the clarity and the vision on how to move forward this new year. Give us the wisdom and the discernment we need, O God. May all our responses to tough situations requiring immediate actions be guided by you, that your name will be glorified. Prepare us, O God, for this year. Lord, Prepare us, O God, for our role in the saving of our families, our communities, our cities, our state, and our nation, O God. Sharpen us, Lord, as threshing instruments. We declare we are the remnant in this era, rising with fresh revelation and determination. We declare that you are restoring quickly the fivefold ministry. In Ephesians 4.11, the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. We thank you, Lord God, for the energizing breath of the Holy Spirit to revive and awaken the ecclesia. Father, in your mercy, move powerfully to strengthen our feeble knees and weak hands to do the work before us to establish your kingdom here on earth. May you find us seeking you intensely this year, O God, with all of our heart and our mind and our soul and our spirit, O God, with all of our strength. May you find us living with a purpose to glorify you, Lord. Use us, O God, to make a difference in our sphere of influence and help us bring every person that are lost into your presence, O God. Lord, blow your breath again to save and restore the church in the name of Jesus. Release your holy reviving breath to your ecclesia again, O God. We declare Holy Spirit's outpouring to rebuild and restore us to original intent and purpose in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, pour out your abundant rain upon us, O God. Release the wind of revival and awakening in the name of Jesus. Father, give us a greater understanding of our role in this hour. Move on earth with and through us, O God. Awaken the the apostolic church to step up in 2023 to to truly be your voice in Jesus' name. Steer us. Refire us, refill us, 
and be energized us, O God. Father, thank you for your grace and your mercy because we live by your mercy alone, O God. We thank you, Lord God, that it's not by might nor by power, but it is by your spirit. We decree and declare that another mighty wind from Holy Spirit is coming to earth and will not be stopped in Jesus' name. We cover the church all throughout our nation and in the nations of the world in the blood of Jesus. We declare that the work of darkness will not prevail in Jesus' name. We cover and shield with the blood of Jesus churches in remote areas of the nations of the world and underground churches where there is intense church persecutions. Father, release your angelic assistance to hide them from powers of evil. We pray for their safety, Lord God, and provision for the vision you have for them, O God. Send forth the finances and any material things they need, O God. Strengthen all spiritual leaders in the name of Jesus. Build your church in these last days, Lord God. Deliver us from all evil, Father. Hallelujah. And Lord God, we pray for this morning also, we pray for safety for everyone, for every family in our area, Lord God, for those who are on the roads, traveling, that there'll be no accident, no falls, oh God, in Jesus' name. We decree life and protection in the name of Jesus over all that is happening right now. We come against, Lord God, heavy flooding. Just give us, Lord, enough rain to fill our reservoir, oh God. We command our angels, Lord God, hallelujah, to help us and the people affected by this storm. Oh God, give our first responders wisdom, Lord, and protection over them also, Lord God. Father, we just entrust everything into your hands, oh God, hallelujah. And Lord God, just cover the whole Bay Area and the other areas, oh God, hallelujah, in the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that souls, Lord God, will look up unto the heavens, Lord God, hallelujah, to call on your name in this hour. That people, Lord God, you will make their hearts gentle, Lord God, to look up to look up to you where their help comes from. And Father God, we thank you, Lord God. We just entrust everything unto your hands. And we thank you, Father, that you know all things. And that, Lord God, you are our safety and our protection. We thank you, Father, this morning for all the prayers. Lord God, that has gone forth, hallelujah, from our our beginning, Lord God, to this ending, Father. We thank you, and all these prayers we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 That was a beautiful prayer. Um, so encouraging, praying for the body of Christ, that we will be sustained throughout this coming year, 2023. We know that it is the Father's plan that we are blessed. We're blessed with divine deliverance, divine health. Um, We have abundant uh, prosperity and protection. He is our protector. So we bind every movement of the enemy that would try to hinder anyone 
anyone from receiving what God has for them. And yes, for divine protection today as we go out in the streets and on the highways. Hallelujah. Thank you, um, Yvette, for that prayer this morning. That was um, so encouraging and refreshing, and it just makes us realize that, you know, we can trust our God, that he's never failed us, and he's never going to fail us. Hallelujah. I want to go back to Minister Randall real quick to see if he has anything more for us this morning before we close out. Minister Randall. Thank you so much, Mother Heather. I I just wanted to just remind everyone, let's show grace, because when we do, we show Christ, and the world needs to see him, and we do that through grace. God bless you. Amen. Show grace, you show Christ. Amen. Amen. Are you picking up on all these little nuggets? They don't have to be something, you know, um, extreme and profound. They can just be, yeah, grace. You show grace, you show Christ. Just think about what that means. Hallelujah. So we thank you, uh, Minister Randall. We thank you, Yvette. We thank you, Kimma. We thank each and every one of you that is on the call this morning. I pray that you received encouragement and that you um, know that you can lean upon the Lord and that he has you. Um, We're going to close out with a a word of prayer, and then we're going to open the line for a few minutes of just worshiping the Lord together. Um, Father God, as we close, as we close out, we thank you for your protection over every family represented, no matter where they are or where they have to be today. We cover them with the precious blood of Jesus. Take charge over them so that they do not strike their foot against a stone. Give peace to every heart and mind so they do not worry concerning anything. But know that you, Father God, you hold them up with your right hand. Guide their way today. Guide them wherever they have to be. And be their shield of protection as they return back to their home. Guard every home, Father, against any harm or danger coming nigh unto them. May every home be a sanctuary of blessing. May it be a sanctuary of grace, where grace is greatly abounding. May it be a place of comfort. May it be a place where someone is hurting. They know that at home they will find comfort from one another. And also that it is a home that is filled with love, that love abounds, hallelujah, because of your love, Father, for us. Let us be able to love one another. Let there be a restful place for tired bodies at the end of the day, a haven of rest. And in that, Father, we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. And it is in Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said amen, amen, and amen. Please open up the line so that we might worship for a few minutes together in Jesus' name. 